Welcome, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, one and all, to the greatest wrestling podcast on the internet. Well, not just the internet, but the whole entire world. We are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. I am Kenny Oak, your Steam host, and my co-host, the one, the only, the great, the greatest, some would say, the goatiest of the goats, mm. Chris Harris. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm under the weather, but I'm on top of cloud nine right now because I'm here with you, watching you drink apple cider type. It's what you grow from beers. all these. Yeah, they don't sponsor us yet. They but once, once they hear this though, they'll be all about it. And um, in the meantime, I'm currently watching NXT and UK Takeover is lit. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Don't do that, because I'm not watching it. I yet. will not, but uh, that was a good little match and a good ending there. So I'm all right, Bubs, ready to talk a little wrestling, because we are on the road to oh, yeah. to Tampa. Oh, and you know who's going to be in Tampa? The Buccaneers. Wait. Oh, is Jameis Winston going to be thrown all James through? is getting a contract. Guaranteed. He's going to get paid big time. Uh, but that's not what I meant. Oh, well, I meant so who else we, is going to be there? We are going to be in Tampa. And you knew this. You're just messing around, you silly goose. I am. I'm being a little goose right now because I'm also half caught up in the match that I just watched. But I'm focusing now. So, yes, Bubs. We, the reason I think uh, I'm a little more excited than I was last year is because we're going to WrestleMania. We are going to be in Tampa Bay. Yes, we are, are going to be all up in that shit. And strong. the Rumble matters because it sets up probably the majority, at least, of WrestleMania. And right. it's an exciting pay-per-view. It's the second best that WWE does, sometimes the best match. Not for a while, necessarily. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. But I will say that, that the... The Royal Rumble match has not been quite what it used to be. Yeah. Like, it, it used to be so much more exciting than what it is now. And, which is a shame because, one, we love the Royal Rumble. We love the concept. It's one of our favorite matches. In fact, I believe we talked about it being, uh, when we talked about gimmick matches... Uh, on a previous episode, you can go and find that on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, you know, all the great podcast sites. But we talked about the greatest gimmick matches of all time and concept matches, and that was the one. Right? There's no better gimmick match. There's not a better gimmick match out there. And the reason that it's so exciting is because there's all kinds of unknown to it. Usually the WWE leaves out a couple unannounced roster spots, of course, which leads to us, you know, talking about the potential of this guy or that now now lady potential because they have the women's role rumble. So that's nice, but there's rarely, you know, the match isn't always exciting. The ending usually is, right? And last year necessarily wasn't... Well, not always because, I mean... Um, let's go to 2014, I believe, or 15. Okay. 2015 when Roman won. Okay. Uh, that wasn't a very exciting ending. Um, it wasn't. There, were, there was anger there. Exciting when ending. Mm-hmm. When Triple H 
one, there was some excitement, but it was just... It was anti-Roman excitement, that's why. Yes, and it quickly died down when we realized what was mm-hmm. going to be happening at WrestleMania. But uh, you, can, you can think back two years all... ago, though, when Shinsuke eliminated Roman Reigns, and he got the opportunity to beat him. Again, there was Roman drawing it's... some of that hate, unfortunately. And, and let's go that same rumble. That's right. Winning. So, yes, there has been. Um, last year, why am I drawing a blank? Seth Rollins. That's right. It was in, and we were all kind of on the Seth Rollins. We wanted him yeah, to work as a face. Was, right. Everyone had bought in. There was really no other choice that year than it being Seth Rollins. I think everyone believed and knew he was going to win because that had been set up all year, and it was fine that he won, and having been there live to watch the match, I mean, my, my viewpoint was different than watching it on a pay-per-view. Right now, Bubs. Right, you should. But you're not. Soon, maybe. Ah, okay. <laughs> anyway. I mean, the Rumble in general as a pay-per-view is usually nice. Um, it's, it's long because, you know, there's two 30-person Rumble matches now, so it's exciting. And, and... Is no, I guess Brock's not defending because he's going to be right. in the Royal Rumble. He'll be your number one entrant, Bubs. We will have Bray Wyatt against Daniel Bryan. That's right. There's a handful of matches. I mean, Becky Lynch is defending. Roman's going up against Corbin. Corbin, uh, yeah. Sheamus and Shorty G. Bailey and Slacy. Uh-huh. I think. And what's his, um, Andrade is defending the U.S. title as well. So. A lot of Andrade's same. been having some of the best matches right oh, now. Yeah, absolutely. In, in WWE. Him and, the chemistry between him and Rey Mysterio have been off the charts. Mm-hmm. Give me more of that. Oh, God, I got distracted by Imperium, bub. Sorry, just as you said that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about them just oh. before. A little crowd before debut, as they do in NXT. A crowd debut for somebody. That's nice. Who is it? Mercedes Martinez. Okay. And it's Dakota Kai. She's not. Oh, she just got the. Sh- never mind. All right. I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> <coughs> ah, but Bubs, uh, tonight, tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the, ma- the match specifically, right? We can go through the card a little bit. I my cigar on myself. Oh, Hold on. <laughs> you are an idiot. Anyway, yeah, we're going to run down the card. We're going to discuss. I want to discuss some of our. Some of the best post wrestle post Royal Rumble runs, or maybe worst post Royal Rumble runs, are most memorable. That's something we'll get into okay. towards the end. But uh, first, Bubs, I want to talk about our biggest sponsor. And you know who that is? Who's that? I bet you that is. It's Manscaped. Because support for the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast comes from Manscaped who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. They offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, Bubs, I've recently broke out uh, the old lawnmower, which is the best electric trimmer there is. It has proprietary skin-safe technology. The trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts, and I can tell you that that is a 100% truth. Just got done trimming myself up. I'm nice and smooth. Mm. Everyone is. I'm happy with it. The wife is definitely 
happy with it. She's probably happy because I don't have bumps everywhere mm. or blood all on my groin because I've cut myself. Gross. Bubs, let me take it from you there because I think you're scaring off the crowd a little bit. But if everyone else wants to get on that train as well, you're going to have the opportunity to take advantage of our promo code at manscaped.com. You can buy the new lawnmower 3.0. When you're checking out, use the promo code ELBOW, E-L-B-O-W. You're going to get 20% off anything that you buy to include the lawnmower 3.0. And you're also going to get free shipping. So take advantage of it right now. Go to manscaped.com and use our code ELBOW. Now, Bubs. I want to. Yeah. I know that you love the Royal Rumble, right? But I do. I do. It's, it was always one of my favorites. There's been some, some bad ones, right? There's been... Yes. There's I been mentioned some, the 2015 Rumble. Right. And there's some definitely some historic ones that we can kind of look back to, especially from childhood. Those ones... 2004. About, 2001. love 2004. I love 2001 even more. That's my favorite. 2001, I would say, is my favorite. That's a good... We did that review of that one. That's the Hardcore Rumble. It's extremely well done. So good. Kane was a house of fire. It's all Kane throughout the whole damn match. So I I love that. Stone Cold shows up and just wins it all. Yeah. There there are some good ones. You know, we've had a couple repeat winners, right? We've had some... I'd say some question marks win it as well. Um, Right. I'd put... Del Rio in that category, maybe Sheamus as well. <laughs> oh my God, the Del Rio one. Yeah, cool. I was like 2010, 11. No, 2011. Yeah, Del Rio won the 40 man one in 2011. Yes, because he went and challenged Edge at WrestleMania. But if you look back at all the winners, I mean, even back to the 90s, the only the really the two that you can say never really had a chance to, to be great with it was going to be Hacksaw Jim Duggan, of course. And then John Studd won the next year. Big John Studd. Yeah, no, right. big, yes. Yeah, it was Big, big John Studd. And, and, and then Hogan did his thing back-to-back. So outside of really those two, everyone else on the list became a champion. Even Mr. McMahon's in that category. So <laughs> it's um, it's a lot of good stuff, and you really got to think about I like, forgot that. You, what did, a waste of He a... won the 99 Rumble. What a waste of a rumble. But that was such chaos back then. It was. And that was just that was in the, the, the height of the feud there between the two, so you know, I wouldn't yes. really have it any other way. So now that we look at the twenty twenty rumble, I mean, are we picking a dark horse? Because it's really gotta be somebody who's been champion or is or is gonna be champion. That's how Bob, the rumble is made. I have to say that this is for the first time I Honestly, I have no idea who it could be. No. Like, there's no one that they have been pushing in that direction. Um, there's no one that has a storyline built in other than Daniel Bryan. But he's got a match at the Royal Rumble. And yeah. that normally, if I'd say if Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan were not having a match at the Rumble, I would tell you to write in pin that Daniel Bryan was going to win. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a very open field. We ha- There's some guys that you can say have a damn good shot because they are who they are or they've kind of been you know put in good positions over the last year or six months or so, and there's guys that are clearly at the top of the card. But this is a year very unlike last year where it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that it oh, was yeah. it was going to be Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. So 
again, I like the open field. Like I, there's a handful of guys that you can say, yeah, I could, I could see him winning. I could see him coming down to the final four. I love, I love when it ends up down to the final four guys. Oh, and Dolph Ziggler is there. And Dolph will always be there. He'll never win it. But <laughs> no, never. I don't know if he'll be there um, around this year. But there's there's a lot of folks, Bob's. You know who I want to win, honestly. And who do you, I'm not who just do you saying, want to win? Let me get. I want Baron Corbin to win the Royal Rumble. I. That's not who I'm picking, but that's who I want to win. There's a lot to that the story. Fans would go. Ape shit. They would lose their minds. <laughs> they, would, they would absolutely hate that a real heel character who they actually despise were to win. Yes. Because it's normally won by a baby face. It is. When was the last time like a, a we, true yeah, heel? Even because Triple H technically was supposed to be a heel when he yeah, but he certainly wasn't. Roman wasn't a heel when he won, but he gets the the booze like it. <laughs> yeah, Batista was horrible for <laughs> Romans. That was awful. Oh, Batista was like the conquering. He he was returning. Yeah, he was not a. I'm heel talking guy. about the booze from the crowd, bubs. I'm talking about a legit character. Okay, well let me actually let me go back to this page I had. Then so we'll, go, we'll go in reverse time order. So. Before okay. Batista. So Cena, no. Sheamus, no. Del Rio, no. Edge, no. no. Orton. No. Ooh, was Orton heel then? 2009 Orton? He he was definitely healing back in 2009. Cause... Damn. Now I don't remember. So that, there's, that's a good one there. We could look into that. Cena, The Undertaker, no. Mysterio, uh-huh. Batista... Benoit, Lesnar, Triple H, Austin, Rock, McMahon. No, so it's a long Bubs. It's a it's always Lesner, a bit. Yes, because he was just <sighs> blowing through people at the time. Yeah. No, it's historically, it's because it, it, it's a big moment. You get your title shot. Yeah. You, it's, this is how you get people invested into WrestleMania because it's someone that you want to see in the main event. So, but I mean, who is in there that we are clamoring for right now? Kofi would have been perfect last year, right? Kofi, yeah, definitely not this year. I don't, know, I don't know if there's even anybody that we're clamoring for, right? There's some, we have some strong love for Drew McIntyre, but there's a handful of other dudes that we we want to kind of see pushed. And everyone, like I could throw out ten names right now, and you could say, yeah, I could, I could probably see that because of how they've been, you know, placed over the last six months. Alistair Black, Alistair, he has a, there's my dark horse, yeah. So. Mustafa Ali could make a run, and even though he's been pushed back down to the uh, back burner, but there's just there's all kinds of yeah, and that, that's I don't know if that's a problem or if that's a good thing because we go into this Royal Rumble not knowing what to expect, right? But we also go into it not having someone to to root for, not so not having someone to be behind. If Chad Gable doesn't have the name Shorty G. And he's still wrestling in a singlet. Like, he could be a guy that we can get behind. Yeah. I think the good part that we have here is now that WWE has two world titles, right? We have, you have two options, basically. And luckily for them, they have a heel in Brock. One of the guys is going to be in the match itself. Right. So it guarantees that Brock defends the title at WrestleMania, which as a heel, it sets up the baby face to win here. But who can you, if that's the storyline that we're going with and that, that we're building, you have the baby face eliminate Brock at yeah. the end. 
so that that's kind of the story you got to create is who do you want to see basically face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Because if oh. it's if it's Roman, we've seen the story, so he's out, right? We don't want that. No, not a lot of people are, are buying that. Is it somebody new? Is it somebody legit that we can believe in, like McIntyre or even Braun Strowman? I was going to say a Braun Strowman, but that's once again that's a match that we've seen before, yeah, and we've seen the outcome of it. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I I would love for Braun to win. Because that, that's what I, I would kind of... Win, but he's yeah. he's a heel. Ish. And heels don't yeah. typically win these matches. So that's what I've, um, my, I put myself in that dilemma, is who do I want to see Brock face? Because I don't think the winner faces Bray Wyatt. I think Bray will defend at WrestleMania as well. And I don't see the winner facing yeah. him for the Universal title. I mean, so. we might see him and Daniel Bryan go through... For WrestleMania, yeah, that and that could be fine. That story looks like it has a lot of potential to just keep going, and I'm all about that. If they want to have Daniel go yes. over at WrestleMania, so I mean, that then that that's why I think Daniel doesn't even show up in the match. He's not entered in the match, and I even well, no, he's not going to be. Uh, when you wrestle the Fiend, it's been pretty much uh, rooted that once you wrestle the Fiend, you're you're going to be out of commission. Yeah, for that's that's what I want to see happen too. I want Daniel because everybody that. That the storyline has been that everyone that Bray Wyatt faces, he changes them in some way, and I want Daniel Bryan yes. to be changed a little bit for the good, or, for, for good or bad. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking after this That's formal match here. I want this to okay. keep evolving, and if we can get it to, to WrestleMania, that'll be great. So, basically, we have 27 or 26 guys right now that are listed in the match, and then we'll have a few, you know, outliers. Of course. And... Are you buying that? I. Don't know. There's that picture floating around of him in the hotel room, staring at his ring gear. <laughs> I don't know how he would just be getting in there just to get eliminated. Like I don't know if that's the best use for him. Just being like one of the old time guys that you just trot out for the well, rumble. He, and, right, he's gonna come and out and do a couple spears, right? Get a huge pop and obviously get get eliminated because there's nothing you can that do with music him. hits though bubs i wish i was there because if that music hit i would lose my mind and that's what they're going to use him for because right now like we said the the rumble hasn't you know been traditionally the last few years entertaining throughout the match it's right when it comes down to the end of course the excitement you know builds up and the anticipation grows especially with the, the live crowd but in the they need someone at number 12 or 17 or 22 to come out and blow mm-hmm. out the roof real quick so that everyone stays hyped and if if Edge agrees to do that, I think there's value in it. I just don't want to see him in the end of the match necessarily in taking up one of those positions or even coming out number 30, something like that. Yeah. Are we ever going to see the person that comes out number 30 win? <laughs> I, has no one ever won from 30? Is that like the... I'm sure... I'm sure... Cena did. When Cena returned Cena in did. Madison Square yes, Garden. 2008. And you know Triple H did. So well, yeah, Triple H did too. Yes. Okay. You're right. So it happens. It happens with the two biggest names in the last two <laughs> decades, though. So <laughs> anyone else. <laughs> uh, I was just re-watching Royal Rumble 2004. Goldberg Love it. came out number 30. And then Brock came, like oh, busted into the match. Brock F5'd him, yeah. F5'd him, and then he got Goldberg got dumped. I love That's such a great Rumble, too, because it's in Philly. I know that. Because the crowd is dumb crowd is out and nuts. just insane like Philly does. Benoit literally eliminates all the big men. He eliminated Mark oh, Henry. From the beginning. 
That's when he pulls Big Show over the top rope, right? Yes. That's how he wins? Yeah. It took him like two minutes of course. to DDT <laughs> or Big Show out of the freaking ring. Oh, that's great. Oh. What I forgot about that pay-per-view was mm-hmm. the last man standing match between Triple H and HBK that ended in a double countout. Okay. And that, that feud lasted forever for the title. It did, yeah. I don't remember the match. I'm sure I've, there's some pictures in my head that I can... There's lots of blood everywhere. Yeah, okay. Man. Triple H and HBK back then bled for everything. Every match. You can just count on HBK to just drop some blood everywhere. Because in that WrestleMania 20 match, he was... <laughs> there was so much blood. It was so bad. It was everywhere. God. Anyway, nah, so, so we, we've also got the women's match, right? And um, there's less people announced so far. Excitement for that. Because I have no idea how that's going to go. Last year, we knew who was going to win. It was a foregone conclusion that both matches, we knew who were going to win both matches. I, both hate matches. I hated it. It's the first time we were ever right. Yeah. First of it, For me, it was ruined, though, earlier in the night when she tapped out to Asuka, though. And it kind of removed a lot of credibility for me with the ending for her. But the crowd loved it. Everyone else in the stadium was all about it. So now we're this year, and there's, there's of course, all the big names, right? Everyone's, I mean, Charlotte's had multiple promos, giving her, herself the ability to talk and say she's going to win. And I'm She hasn't won one yet, so inclined, there you go. I know, I'm inclined to believe her, but I also feel like this is a great time where... I don't know. I don't know if, I, if I'm buying in on Lacey Evans as a potential champion at WrestleMania. I was going to say that. I was going to bring her up, but the only problem is, well, she's, in a, only she's in a match already. She's so. in a match, but so was Becky Lynch last year. Yeah. And they don't have enough people. I mean, I imagine everyone will show up because they only have like 10 people announced so far. So they need a lot more people to fill the rest so. of the ring. So your, your big names are going to be Charlotte, Sasha... You know, you're not going to have Becky or Bailey because they're going to be champs. Um, Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. possibly. Liv Morgan. Um, I don't know. I am even less certain about the women's match than I am about the men's match. The uncertainty we have is... is Either Ronda, way, Ronda Rousey floats out there, right? Okay. Yeah. And if what a way to return it is, and if we're to believe what we're, you know, kind of told, is that Oscar and Becky's match will be good in the night, and Becky will retain and beat Oscar to allow Becky to defend at WrestleMania, but against who? Right, the only feud that right. is really really been at a WrestleMania level with her as champion, or is at least the chasing champ or chasing t- to the champ was Rousey last year. So right. one-on-one t- versus her and Rousey seems like it's a good draw, but is that really worth the time? And what a slap in the face to the rest of the women's division if you allow Rousey to do that, to sit out the majority of the year, come back, win the Rumble, just to get back at, you know, basically the third or second-to-last match at WrestleMania in yeah. April. I mean, it has to be one of the one of the top four. And the only two okay. that are in the match are going to be Charlotte and Sasha. 
So I mean, you could I could see Sasha winning and turning on Bailey, potentially. Okay. Um, and turning babyface in the process. So I can definitely see. In fact, that is my pick. Sasha Banks is my pick. I'm just gonna go ahead and spoiler alert. I don't know why she's not listed as an active entrant already. But they don't have that many people listed. I don't think she's not one of the very few listed. But yeah, I would imagine that she would be in the match because she's not doing anything else that night. So. I don't know when I when I when you take out the big four, right? Carmella continuously gets pushes and gets opportunities. Alexa Bliss has been forgotten since she was champion, and she's been doing her tag team stuff. So why not her? And then if you want to talk dark horses, why not Sonya Deville, right? Why not? Okay, that's and she's been kind of she hasn't been built in a way to where mm-hmm. that's like a major possibility, but. I could definitely see that, and yeah. they can push that, um, you know, as a kind of a, a champion of women around the world. Like this is a huge thing for for the empowerment of women mm-hmm. is to have Sonya Deville win the Rumble and go on to not main event WrestleMania, but be a part of one of the biggest matches at WrestleMania. Right. So if we're talking about kind of the star power that needs to be done, I think the only realistic winner even more so than Charlotte, is Shayna Baszler. So I've, I've been on the Shayna Baszler train for this for a while. Oh, and... How could I not think about her? Oh, right. She's, she'll be in the match, and her versus yes. Becky is a better... It's a better decision, I think, than Becky versus Ronda. I think it does a lot more for the women's wrestling thing. And kind of going back to the point that I mentioned a few minutes ago about her just coming back and winning one match and being back at WrestleMania. So... She's is, of, so have we have we come to the conclusion that Shayna Baszler is completely done with NXT? Because let's say you have Shayna Baszler in the match, and you, I would assume Rhea Ripley is going to be in the Royal Rumble as well as kind of a showcase. Yeah, I'm sure all the NXT and UK women. You can will be have there. her. You can have her eliminate Shayna Baszler, or mm-hmm. vice versa, and mm-hmm. to. A match a takeover to be kind of Shayna Baszler's big farewell. Do they need that really now? Because Shayna, not necessarily, but who 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 can you see challenging Rhea Ripley at takeover? I mean, her and Tony Storm just literally duked it out right here. And that shit was okay. Wild. That that's was a great, great shit. Match. Yeah, that's that's great for this event. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a big time women's match at NXT Takeover. You can have your final Shayna Baszler match, and then she can still be at WrestleMania the next night. Right. That's just the thought. I'm not saying that that's a that should happen or that's going to happen, but I mean, I don't see why that wouldn't be a great way to go. Okay. I don't hate it, Bubs, but I'm picking Shayna Baszler all the way to win this thing. Do you think Paige makes her return? No. There's talks about her returning. I closed that browser very quickly as soon as I opened it. Well, (laughs) use incognito mode next time, Bubs. Ah. (laughs) But I'm not not into it, Bubs. I don't think think that'll happen. Um, I don't even think there's – there's really no one that I can think of as far as like a special entrant or unannounced entrant that would really get me – 
to pop. It's not going to be a Trish or a Lita because I, I mean the, the, that no. won't happen anymore. So it's um, we've already seen an Ivory or a... has Kelly Kelly been in the? Well, I don't remember if she was in the first one or I don't. I mean, even that wouldn't that do could it, be something. But... We've seen Beth Phoenix yep. return. Um, we'll see like a Candice LeRae. Maybe uh, Io Shirai. Michelle McCool will pop up. Yes. That would be interesting. Because I love how um, there was an article written about how um, The Undertaker is in Houston. He's been spotted in Houston. Like, oh, how strange. That's weird. That a man was spotted where he lives. We, he lives in town. We saw him. <laughs> He's recently moved to the Houston area. He's going to be in the Rumble. That man's lived there that's for how, 57 years. That's how the dirt sheets work, Bubs. <laughs> uh, I'm off of it. Ah, The Undertaker might show up in the match, though, too. We always got to predict something he might. like that. Yeah, being that is. Um, well, why don't we talk about who uh, some of the special appearances we might see are. Okay. Um, I do believe Ed shows up. Uh, okay. I think he's, I think he's one... So there should, there should be four positions, I think, to, to fill out the rest of the unknown guys, unless someone gets hurt or <clears throat> gets replaced. But The Undertaker is an easy one because it's, yeah. it's in Houston. It's a big four. Let him come out and do his thing. Mark Henry, possibly? No, I don't think Henry he's shows from up. The area but he's well. a Houston guy, right? So, he, But if we're talking that, we've got to talk about Booker T then. Let's let Booker T show up. He might. I mean, that is definitely a possibility. So that's three people right there from the area. That we could potentially see. Yeah. I don't think... I'm, I'm, I do think, like you said, Edge is almost a given. Yeah. Um, I've written off the CM Punk stories. I'm, I've bought in on the Edge ones. There's no way. And I, Although I would like love it if Punk comes out at 29 and then Triple H comes out at 30 to bury <laughs> Punk one more time and throw him out after Did agreeing you with him. Do you think that that would <laughs> imagine that that might be the greatest storyline, the greatest long thing we have ever? That's the documentary we need. Is that storyline? That might be the greatest long-term storybooking we've oh, ever seen Jesus. in the history of wrestling. Or CM Punk just takes him to Dick Kick City <laughs> and just plants a big old boot right in his nuts. Flips him off and then just eliminates himself. <laughs> the crowd would go bonkers. What we I, have, <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine it being that real, Bubs. What we haven't seen in a while, which I think needs to happen, because we have one in my, you know, crazy mind of four people I'd want to see return. We haven't seen the Velveteen Dream, and he hasn't been on NXT TV in a long time. Attacked and, by uh, the Undisputed Era. So when one of the when one of the undisputed era members is in the ring, he'd come out next, get his revenge, throw him over, big pop for the crowd. Yes, and, and he's back on and TV. He gets because he needs to be at takeover over or takeover Tampa. It needs to happen. I would be okay with that. There's always a couple of random NXT guys that make an appearance, and right now. With only four remaining spots, some of these dudes should be taken off the Rumble list. But that doesn't leave us a whole lot of options for you know your old retired guy, and then your. Do we have? 
Do you have the list of guys that are? I do. In I do. right now, I do. what NXT guys have been? Uh, none. None. No. Everyone. Everyone represents Raw or SmackDown. Okay. That that see that that seems weird to me. Yeah. Last year they didn't do it this way. There was. Well, you're also pushing NXT as a third brand, so why wouldn't you have yeah. NXT? people on there you're, you're gonna have some you know he slater types in there i'm not saying he's in there but you'll have someone lower on the card like that and you could have a mid to upper card nxt guy yeah be showcased and that would make a lot more sense there's there's a few guys on here that should be taken out of the match if nothing because they're filling up space but to allow stuff like that to happen Ooh. like um you you mentioned Slater, he's not on here, but R Truth, he can go. No, R Truth has been the great. In fact, if R Truth wins the Rumble, okay. it might be the greatest. Okay. The yes. greatest thing that ever happened, and it's title versus title. It's the twenty four seven. You remember when he came out and stood up the ladder? Yes. <laughs> Got chokeslammed <laughs> by Kane. Um, but this isn't uh, a ladder match. He. He can get taken out. Otis and Tucker are on here. I love them, but they don't need to be in the Rumble. Yes. Just um, one. Just have Otis in there. Yeah. Um, I, I understand I why Eric Rowan is in the match, but... Yeah. Let me book this stuff for you, WWE. Other than that, it's I mean, it's a lot of talent, a lot of upper-to-top upper card guys. We were all about Kevin Owens winning the Rumble a few months back, and now he's doing tag team stuff with Samoa Joe, so that's kind of been hard but for me to really take. Good. I mean, they're trying to hide Kevin Owens, and we were all about him going to Mania. Anything with Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, I'm a fan of. We could still see Kevin Owens make a run. We don't know. There's stories develop during the Rumble. I know. During the match itself, yeah. Right now, there is no one that we see winning definitively. Walter. Walter is is a legit monster. Oh, this Imperium stuff is some of the best shit that's happening in wrestling. The prob- the problem I have with some of the NXT stuff, though, and it was brought up by Mark Henry one Saturday on Busted Open. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Walter, guys like Keith Lee, they give too much offense to their opponents sometimes. I agree with These that. These are two, two guys that should be dominating. Yeah. They But they let, you know smaller guys kind of put on too much offense. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Pete Dunn. Why can't we have him? <laughs> There's 30 guys I could name that aren't on this list ready to go, and <laughs> I would want them there. Yes. But How are there only four spots? This is showing, this is showing three spots now. Because I I guess they added both John Morrison and the Miz now, so that makes okay. twenty twenty seven total. Well, John Morrison, I'm a fan of. Yeah, that's fine. You would see him in action. And the Miz, we we both love the Miz, and I would love to see him be a surprise winner. Bubs, when is and actually you you, you can tell me if it's never going to happen, so we can we can quit bringing okay. it up. But when is Big E going to turn and do something with his career? don't know and the problem is that these guys love being around each other 
Yeah, it's such These a brotherhood. Just love being around each other. They have so much fun. Yeah. I can't imagine. I imagine that if they did split, that one of the three would just kind of get tired real fast of being there. It might be Kofi. Kofi has said that once New Day breaks up, like he's done. Yeah, he's had a long wrestling career. He deserves, you know, to step away. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would love to see both Xavier Woods and Big E have singles runs. But it's one of those things that only time will tell, and it's going to happen when we least expect it. And can the void be filled with the stableness and the tag team worthiness that they come with, the New Day as a group at least, and all the titles that they hold? At this point, no. Right, because they keep allowing them to to be champion. Even, you know, him and uh, Kofi were just tag champs. So Yeah. And then you have the Usos. Like, Mm -hmm. the tag division is the New Day and the Usos. There's really... I mean, now you've got teams like Heavy Machinery coming out. They're still, they're still comic-y go and gimmicky, though. They are, and they'll win a title. They'll be a tag team yeah, champ. Yeah, they should. AOP are gonna... But then you have guys like Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy winning sure. the titles there instead of AOP. Yeah. Why Why isn't AOP winning the title for that stable? Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy into a tag team? Which, yeah, that kind of eliminates, in a way, I, I can't imagine a tag team champion winning the Royal Rumble now that they've kind of put Seth in that category. Because there's there's a story that lets Seth Rollins win this Rumble again, Bubs, unfortunately. Yes, but there's also a story now that you let this, this stable go another year. You start showing dissension between Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins, and the fans start, start to get behind Buddy Murphy. And you have a built-in story for the next Rumble and have someone like a Buddy Murphy win the title. He can yeah. he can get over as being, you know, next to Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is that kind of star to where you put someone next to him, that person can be elevated. So he can start becoming a real prick to Buddy Murphy throughout the year. And Buddy Murphy finally has enough of it, the fans have enough of it, and boom. You have a big-time baby face. Yeah. Let's say Seth Rollins is the champion this time next year. You have Buddy Murphy split from him, win the Rumble, or win the Rumble while they're still together, and then he says, no, I'm coming after. Kind of like a Batista thing when Batista won. That worked out nicely, too. Evolution was done perfectly, actually, so there's nothing. Evolution was the perfect stable, and it ended perfectly. It did. Poor little Randy Orton. I know. Doing his best. They they ruined his babyface run once he split. Okay, so. Now that all of that is said. Yeah. Who do you think wins the World Rumble? Okay. I do think Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble, and here's why. Okay, I'm listening. I have stuck to my guns that Brock Lesnar is defending the title at WrestleMania since he basically got it back because that's what he's booked for. That's what he's used for. That's what he's good at. We all still buy in for that, whether or not you fans want to agree with that or not. We do. He's, You're saying he's, he's defending as in he's going to win the, the title? 
he's going to retain or he's defending as in he's going to be putting it on the line at Brock, WrestleMania. Brock will put the WWE Championship on the line at WrestleMania. Okay. Got it. And the reason I'm taking Drew McIntyre is because we have to use Brock for that ability of putting somebody over as the next big and important thing. Roman was never going to be in that position because Roman was a made man before we, he got to Brock because he went through Triple yes. H and The Undertaker. So McIntyre hasn't had that ability since he's come back, and we've wanted that. The guy is absolutely perfect. He's built for this. We talked about this two years ago. So we did. For we talked about this as soon as he came back to yeah, NXT. The, the day he came, exactly, when he won titles, walked back in and was dominant. <laughs> So I'm sticking with that because I think that that's the best storyline going forward is to really put somebody over that fans want to get okay. behind him. He's already getting into that gray area of heel face because he's so damn good. And Brock is never going to be a full face again. So you have yeah. heel versus face. You have somebody who can credibly beat Brock Lesnar because he's kind of shown that with his in-ring ability. And that's what makes sense to me, Bubs. What do okay. you got? All right. Well, what scares me about the Rumble is that... With Brock being in it, I think that the winner of the Rumble is going to be tied to Brock Lesnar. So it's going to be someone like I'm afraid of someone like Kane Velasquez coming in, yeah. someone like Tyson Fury coming in and winning. That's that's what bothers me, and so. But I'm not going to sit here and say that I think one of them is going to win. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will, who I do think is going to win that I don't think is a great choice is Braun Strowman. Okay. And the reason I don't think it's a great choice is because we've, we've gone down that road before. And WWE has sent Braun to the slaughter before against Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel as credible of a shot for Braun Strowman to win. Now, I think if it is at WrestleMania, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman will win. Okay. I do think that's possible. And, and if he does win, I think that's what should happen. And that's who I'm going to go ahead and pick as my winner. Now, who I would like to win is Baron Corbin. I've already said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so those... Braun Strowman, is, I think, is going to win, but who I want to win is Corbin. Okay, uh, I want both. I want I want McIntyre to win, and I also think he's going to win because of all those yes. things that I said. So mine is one and the same. And we always pick a dark horse, Bubs. So yes. do you have a dark horse pick that you think legitimately could, but is on the outside right now, kind of looking in, but could win the Royal Rumble? Can I go with Corbin? That's my pick because I think that is still counts as a dark horse. I think everyone's almost dark horse this year, but if that's what you yes. want, that's. But my true dark horse, I'm going to say, is Alistair Black. Okay, mine is also Alistair Black. The man has okay. done too much great shit, and even a better story is him versus maybe a Brock Lesnar as going over on somebody at Mania. If they really buy in, if they buy into somebody like Aleister Black, who's not a, a huge household name developed star on WWE yet, that'd be amazing for them to do. He has now, not been... And I'm imagining that match right now, and it's Brock throwing Aleister around, you yeah. know, doing a typical Brock match. And Brock loves working with the smaller guys. 
And so Brock's just tossing around. He gets cocky. He turns around and gets hit with black mass. Oh, and it's protected. Yes. Yeah. How great would that be? Give me Alistair Black. Oh. <laughs> yes, Bubs. Good. Oh, Big okay. fan. Yeah, I love it. We'll see tomorrow, though, Bubs. It is happening. It starts at, uh, I believe, 6 Eastern time. The pre-show, I believe, well, starts. So. That's so much wrestling tomorrow. It's going to be a long night. I, I bet you'll watch two hours of it and then give up. Go to bed. Yeah. Yes. Um, you'll watch Shorty G versus Sheamus and then call it a night. I'll be like, wow, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'll read the highlights. But, Bubs, I want to talk about runs after winning the Royal Rumble. Okay. And I want to discuss, you know, some of some of the best runs after the Royal Rumble and some of the worst. Now, I've got a list of, you know, some of the best and some of the worst. Okay. Um, obviously, Stone Cold 98 had the best okay. run there it is. after the Rumble of all time. There's, there's no better run. And I'm talking about from WrestleMania and beyond WrestleMania. A lot of these guys had runs to WrestleMania, and then it was pretty much over after WrestleMania. Yeah. You have a guy like Rey Mysterio. Rey's, Rey's was perfect. He goes to the goes to WrestleMania, wins the championship, does it for Eddie, and then has a terrible run as the champion. Um, so that's kind of my criteria is, you know, Stone Cold being the top, where it's had a great run to WrestleMania and then had a tremendous run afterwards after winning the title. Okay. Boy, okay. So, so what that what that kind of means to me is, you win the rumble, right? You go on to Mania, and then that really establishes your your status. Yeah, your status, and you go from that, and you build with it. Because what Ray did was that was Ray's peak, and yes. he, he certainly fell down from there. And he won he won the world title that year at, at um, WrestleMania from Randy Orton right there, um, yes. Kurt Angle. So yeah, that's definitely it was a triple threat match. Yeah, triple threat match. So I take those guys right and. Who really established themselves by winning the Rumble took the next step at Mania and then continued going on, right? So yes. when I brought up Sheamus earlier, Sheamus falls into that category, even though he's been a multi-time champion because he's really not when he when he is champion, he's forgettable, right? Yes, as was he's the ultimate transitional champion. That's what we've called him ten different times, and the same thing happened to Del Rio. No matter how much they wanted to push him, um, I think. Well, Del Rio lost at WrestleMania, so that could be one of the worst runs. He ended up being, he's won several titles, several old titles, but he, well, he won he the title later that year against CM Punk. But, at, but winning the Rumble, going to WrestleMania, and building your star from there, mm-hmm. that he didn't have that because he went to WrestleMania and he lost to Edge in Edge's final match. Wow, Bubs. Triple H won in 2002, and then he won yes. WrestleMania that year. WrestleMania 18, he beat Jericho, right? And yes. That was he, a good one. He goes on to... That was that would have been probably his like third or fourth title reign at that point, yes. or, or even more. I think but it was his third. That, that pushed him to you know the next real level, 2002. I mean, he's, he's doing everything. He's running, he's running WWE at that point, right? And so on. So that's... 
that's an easy one, I think, to pick yeah. as well. That's a good um, one. Benoit's didn't last long, really. No. Um, like we like we thought it could have. It could have been longer. Um, the Undertaker. Batista 2014 was an awful run. Oh, yeah, that didn't. That amounted to nothing. So, that I mean, there, yeah. that, that had zero nothing. credence to it. It was really to get him in the match, which he could have been pretty much placed in the match at WrestleMania. And that was just to advertise for a movie. Here comes the money. <laughs> um, let's see. Who are some? Cena, of course, always had good runs after winning. Yeah, both of his were. 2008 was nice That really, when he came yes. back. That was what a good. great moment that was. Yeah. No one expected... No one expected him to be there, and they popped hard for him. They knew they were supposed to boo him, but just the fact that he was back. Yeah. Like they, you have to appreciate Super Cena. Came back incredibly early, too. God, yes. He is a monster. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely say the Triple H one is impressing me a lot, and then yes. kind of how they built. I mean, 2005 and beyond Batista for a few years was really strong. Yes, so that's See, that was that's, that, nice. that's up to the top five Royal Rumble run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shawn Michaels in '96. Mm-hmm. Um, because he he won he the was, title. He was strong for two plus years. Survivor Series or something like that, and then lost it to Sid, and then oh, won it back at the Rumble the next year, and that's when he lost his smile. So that was a good run. What are some bad ones? We've mentioned Mysterio. We've mentioned Benoit. Um, Roman didn't have a great run after he won. No. He he beats Triple H at WrestleMania, and then... No, because he won at 15, and then he goes on to lose to Seth Rollins Mm. when Seth Rollins cashed in. Right. And then Triple H won in 16, and then he went on to lose at WrestleMania. Right, so that did nothing for him. That was, and, and no. He hasn't that did much. nothing for WWE as a whole. Mm-hmm. What a great topic. Bubs, you can go back to when Flair won in 92. Like, Flair didn't do really anything for WWE post-92, 93. No. He so, won the title twice. So, Right, he won the title in that match, I believe, right? Yeah, so... Yes, he won it in the match. Did he lose it to Savage that WrestleMania, or was it the next WrestleMania? I don't remember. I don't remember. That. Damn it. 92. I don't know when he left exactly, but that that one should fall up there. Yokozuna would have won next year, or Bret Hart? Actually, he dropped the title to Bret Hart one of the times. I need didn't, to go back and watch didn't them. Bret Hart and Luger share a Rumble yes. win? Isn't that how that worked? And that went to WrestleMania 10. And so they yep. both wrestled Yokozuna that night. After so, Bret puts on the best opening match in yes. WrestleMania history with Owen. He loses oh, to Owen. Victory roll. Oh. And then goes on to beat Yokozuna. Uh. And then he had a great run after that, so that was that was a good one. What about the the Rock's awful Royal Rumble? 
where him and Big Show, I actually, I love that one. He, his feet hit first, and so. Yeah, but we just never show that camera angle. So The Rock was winning that rumble. That was like and being a fatal four-way. Aside from WrestleMania, yeah, the WrestleMania didn't work out. The rest of the year did for The Rock, and rest of, I mean, 2001 did, 2002 did. So it, it certainly launched him beyond WrestleMania. He's already launched. He was. I mean, every time Stone Cold won the Rumble, he went on to do big things. Because he won it in 97. Yep. Uh, under Underhandedly, and then went on to wrestle... Uh, Bret Hart in the I Quit match. Mm-hmm. And the next year got him to the world title in 2001, got him to The Rock. Yeah. So, yeah, every every time Austin has catapulted from the Rumble to something very significant. What a great... The Royal Rumble is just such a great match. It's, it's such a great concept. It does it's the great, so much. It's the greatest match type that, and greatest pay-per-view concept in all of WWE, and even though, even though there's not a lot of build, not a lot of excitement for a possible winner this year, of course we're excited, regardless. Yep. For the Rumble. So I know we joke about, well, most of it's true about me just giving up and going to bed, but <laughs> it's the Rumble. I will watch the Rumble. Yes, I have to. You do. And especially since we're going to be at WrestleMania. So, yes, I am excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. Even though I'll be starting at late because I'll be flying into Baltimore because this is what's happening to me on tomorrow. You can't wait until March when I'm going to be in Baltimore. Right. I have to do it before. Otherwise, we'd get too drunk and make bad decisions. So I will watch it via laptop, hotel, Wi-Fi. Don't talk about (laughs) nonsense. So yes, I'll be I'll be watching Bubs. I'll be excited, and I'm be hoping that it's it's someone. I hope they just make a good decision. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Good, and I hope everyone listening is ready for the Royal Rumble. I hope you enjoyed us talking about the Royal Rumble, and I hope that you enjoy us talking about who wins the Royal Rumble when that happens. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here on the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. I have been Kenny Oak. He is Chris Harris. You are the Bubs Nation. All the Bubs out there, thank you for joining us. Let's join together, guys, because together we're going to make wrestling great again. See you next time. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. And we do want to thank the guys from Powerslam TV for supporting the show. And we want to pass on to you guys, our listeners, the ability to go check out Powerslam TV and all of the content that they have on there. You heard well over 4,000 hours. It's very true with a lot of different promotions from all around the world, a lot of good stuff, a lot of classic stuff that goes back even years, decades really at this point. 
So go to powerslam.tv, sign up, use our code collar elbow free. That's collar elbow free. Use that. You're going to get a free month on that code. There's no hassles there. It's not, it's not a gimmick that they're pulling over on anybody. You can cancel that at any time. Check it out. Hopefully you'll like it. I've liked it. I'm supporting it. I recommend it. Go check it out.